The FedEx Cup playoffs are about to get started in the coming weeks. And a reminder for you guys, for $5.99 a month, you can log on to PGA Tour Live and watch the early coverage Thursday, Fridays. Again, PGA Tour Live, an incredible rate of $5.99. Do it today. And surprisingly to us, a few of you are asking for a what's in the bag post of some kind for the latest Callaway clubs that we're playing. This is coming and in the works. For now, I'm gaming the new Callaway Epic 3-Wood. I'm going to detail a little more of this later on in the podcast, but for now, let's get to the show. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about in? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect anything different. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. Solly here. We are in Charlotte. I'm in uh, Brennan Porath's hotel room here as well with Kyle Porter. Trying to recreate the post Ryder Cup podcast. We're missing KVV right now, but... Yeah. Uh, Takes started to be to be spat out, and I had to put a moratorium on them. We had to save it for the pod, but pump the brakes. Here we are, ready to go. Let's do it. How we feeling? Uh, day four was better than days one through three combined. Yeah, yeah, total in the aggregate. I don't remember hearing a roar until today. We're recording this on Sunday, Sunday <laughs> night. I don't remember hearing one single roar the first three days. Yeah, I was pretty hard on the setup. What did you think of the setup, Brendan? Uh, I thought, yeah, I mean. Yesterday was brutal, That's yeah. that, and a lot of it was setup related. I mean, we got five hour, five hour, forty minute round. You know, even par seemed good. The leaderboard, like the lead, was going nowhere, and no one was coming up the leaderboard. It was, and today was just kind of. Now, granted, like there wasn't some like mega low round out there, like a ton of birdies, but there was a lot of movement. The setup, you know, a lot of it was just rain related. Um, they didn't go crazy with the pins. Um, there were some tough Sunday pins, but they didn't go crazy and. And but it was it was pretty hype right from the beginning. I thought like Thomas's birdie putt on two going in. When you talk about roars, like I remember that like distinctly. I was like, whoa, there, there, there's some like juice on the ground today. Uh, <laughs> some juice and it was loud. I mean, it was like constant. The one on nine was the biggest. Then the biggest one I heard. And then obviously thirteen was enormous. Yeah. Seventeen. So I, I just thought there was a different dynamic, and obviously. Uh, you know, made up for it, made up for those first three days in a big way over those final, you know, three and a half hours or so. Speaking of setup, did Reed, uh, did P. Reed talk about how many he left out there? <laughs> he did, he did have some quotes saying, I don't care if I finish second or 50th, I'm out here to win. Well, that's been is... clear from his finishes at Major Championships. Oh, God. <laughs> we, he finished second, didn't he? Yeah. Well, all right, so we're done with the no yeah, top 10 for majors. It's we over. finally can move on from that very bad take. Um, uh, what was your favorite moment? Um, 17 was cool. 17, so I think 16 was a little underrated, the up and down from the from the bunker. It, routine. it made it look routine. It was, it was not. No, it was not easy. So he hit the drive on 16, and Pimp stepped it out of there. He was shot out of the blocks. Like, it was weird. You're sprinting down the fairway. Yeah, I, I need to butt in and say we had to revive Solly at multiple points on the pack nine today because <laughs> the tee ball on the tee, he's just like the follow through and just kept like walking. Yeah, he grabbed his tee and was gone. Yeah, it, it was, was like part of his backswing. Keep Solly like alive and functioning <laughs> to make cross the finish line. It was a 
it's the closest to a cocaine rush I think I've ever felt without ever actually having to do cocaine. Uh, it was it, well, there's like terrible cell phone service out there. You couldn't even if you were doing like a play by play of the sauce that he was spraying, you could you would be like over the would. tweet limit. You'd be over the tweet limit. Yeah. It was he was twirling it. He was. I do have to call out one. He did have a post shot landing club twirl. Yeah, that's 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 fake news. You you have to twirl it while it's in the air. But other than that, what what hole was that on? That was on the front nine. I think that was on number five or something like that. But um, I remember you calling that out yeah, immediately. Yeah, was, like, like that's not how this. He's works. the ambassador. That's he, not he, how this works. He's held to a higher standard than than most are. But now, but, but seventeen was. Um, I, I thought I thought. So being there, you pick up all these like nuances, and I thought the walk from sixteen to seventeen is pretty far. And he was very like stoic, and you're just—I was looking at him, thinking like, I wonder what he's thinking about. I yeah. said to you before we went, I was like, this is gonna be a big walk. Yeah, I mean, because you you go into the theater, and, yeah, uh, the, the, <laughs> the cauldron. It's like yeah. it's big theater, and you got to hit yeah. a 220 yard shot over water, water left. Yeah, and it's the biggest crowd that you probably have around you at that point. Before that, I noticed. So he, he got up and down on the bunker on 16. Yeah. And Matsuyama hit it over. It was like still futzing around trying to figure out how to get in the hole. Futzing. Futzing. Trying to keep this. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we want to put the E explicit tag oh, on this one? explicit. All right. Uh, so, he, so Thomas got up and down. You know, Matsuyama is taking his time. Thomas like went over. That's like a peninsula of green. It's kind of isolated. There's no, there's yeah. no grandstands. Which there's is just weird. TV towers. You know, no grandstands, no fans, no ropes. And he like went and found like this spot. Like look, there was a ton of media. Like you have the Japanese media, you had the American media. It was like just packed. He found like this little spot and just got in this like crouch. And he just like stared at the ground. He's like picking at his like nails a little bit. Like totally locked in. Jimmy wasn't near him. The caddy wasn't near him. Jimmy. <laughs> uh, he was just by himself. Kind of reminiscent of, you know, the the before the eagle putt to clinch the 63 at Aaron Hills. Everyone made a big deal of him. Like he got in that crouch and like stared at the ground. And I think like Johnny, or yeah, well, it's you know, it's... not Johnny, but everyone's like, oh, he's he's nervous right now. Azinger, I think, was saying the Fox broadcast like he's nervous. This was exactly like that. You could tell, holy shit, I have like this enormous par three over water with like a, a tough pin coming up. I had two holes to go to win my first major. And he just like really kind of like stared at the ground, got in this crouch in his moment, and then went into the walk you were just talking about where you were trying to psychoanalyze what's going on right yeah. now. But that's just, that's why, this is my first ever major covering. And I wanted to, yeah. that was like, that's why I said it to Porter before we went. I was like, this is going to be an awesome walk. This is what I want to see. That's yeah. when you're going to be there. This is what you want to see and do. Is like you're you're not far away from the guy who is battling. Mm-hmm. You know, you wait your whole life for the moment, for the chance. Yeah. He, he's he has his hands around at this point, and there's just it, for as big of a team as these guys have, they got caddies, they got <laughs> managers, they got physios, they've got everything. Putting coach, swing coach. There's no uh, your caddy's carrying your bag, but there's no one else in the arena with you. Like you, it's you. It's yeah. it's only you Which at is that the point. Best. It's amazing. It's the best. And to watch guys like battle it and just come through in that regard, and that that seven iron he hit, 220 yards, and twirled, twirled it, <laughs> twirled it. Uh, I mean that that's the stuff that I don't know. I don't think I think you can you can take that moment with you for the rest of your career and yeah. say. When the pressure was the greatest I've ever had in my life, the toughest shot probably I'll ever, ever have to play considering the circumstances, I hit one of the best shots of my life. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. 
And I think what... what he made the putt. <laughs> yeah. It was, I, had I, mean, the, I had the Vince Carter gift just keyed up. before. It was in draft. Not even in draft. You had it on the screen waiting. Yeah, and yeah. Before that ball actually hit the bottom of the cup, I think you hit tweet. Uh, I mean, that hole was fourth hardest today. It was playing point two, three strokes over par, according to Data Golf. Shout out. Shout out to Fried Egg. <laughs> there you go. There's a little uh, about yeah. pin positions. But, no. uh, yeah. It was, you know, point two three over par. It's not like an easy shot. Oh God, no! I, I, mean, I, I just I'm told as part pins. of this stretch called the Green Mile. Right? <laughs> Yet to be corroborated. I have to do the more research. We're green today. Do too. More, <laughs> I have to do more research on that. I I think it's it, we were talking about this last night a little bit. Way too late last night, but we're talking about just what what is it that makes great players great and. I think that there's, <clears throat> I think that there's something in them that they just they don't and and all these guys probably think like this, but they just like I don't think JT ever thought like I'm gonna fail. Like he thought I'm gonna effing win this tournament. Yeah. Like that's all he was thinking about. Yeah. And I, but I but I feel like it's on a it's on a different level than other guys think it. I, that's complete. That might be complete nonsense. But I I just feel like because. It, his career has had the trajectory that it's had that it's given him confidence to always think like that at every level that I'm the best guy out here and I know everybody thinks that but he actually has the talent to back it up so when you combine the two you win a major championship so and we didn't get he didn't he hasn't been burned obviously you just don't if he's always been super successful like somebody asked him about speed like hey were you frustrated he goes no I wasn't frustrated I was just jealous like I want I want that like so he, but he's been there with speed, kind of a, he's he's and he has a major at twenty four. It's not like he was Sergio and had like fifteen years of scar tissue or anything like that. It's not even it's like he like, was DJ. I mean, twenty four. Right. Sure. 24. Yeah. Sure. So young. So like you can't say, and he hadn't really been in the hunt until Aaron Hills, right? I mean, he wasn't. He didn't have a ton of. He had, scar he had tissue. one other top ten before Aaron Hills. I, I think. think he. Oh, he he was T six or five at Whistling Straits in fifteen. Okay. PGA. Okay. And All right. I thought that was his only other top ten. Might it might have been, but okay. Uh, no, he. So I I think I mean I I think there were lessons learned probably at Aaron Hills. Yeah. I mean, he, he probably thought he was going to win after that sixty three, and uh, he. It was. I don't think it was much of a secret that he was like really nervous on Sunday like, on the broadcast and people that you know tried to talk to him before the round that thought he looked pretty nervous and he just didn't have his stuff that day. He was out. And today started that same way. He went bunker off the tee on one greenside bunker, bladed out of the bunker into a greenside bunker, laying three short sided in a bunker. Hideki is putting for from six or seven feet maybe for birdie. Yeah. Hideki misses. JT gets it up and down, makes bogey, and then birdies the next birdies hole. Too. And it was it was on from there. I mean, I was I, I I remember that first hole in bogeying and being like, okay, well, plans might have to change today. I might not be following this group for eighteen holes. <laughs> that was a poor that was a poor lapse in judgment. Another example of me feeling like I'm too close to this. Like I did I didn't I didn't think he was this good. I mean, I knew he was really super talented. I didn't know he'd be. This good and like and you know he's had an incredible season obviously but it, just winning a major seemed really difficult to me and really like something I didn't think would happen so so soon I feel like guys like Ricky have been battling to get to this stage for so yeah. long and you just I don't know you don't there's only four of these a year so to win it is it's pretty remarkable but you and I were talking Porter and I were talking earlier we were all talking about kind of your your what you wrote recently as well on what you think of his path like his path to getting here. Yeah. 
and I want to hear your take on it. Well, I mean, his trajectory has always been pretty much the same as Spieth, if not a little bit better as as a junior golfer, as an amateur golfer. You know, he wins the the golf the what is it the uh, Haskins Award, the the golf Heisman as a freshman at Alabama, and I, I just the the speed like last two years has overshadowed what JT did as a as an amateur, but his trajectory has always been, and I wrote this like in December. I said his trajectory has always been as a as a top ten golfer in the world, yeah. and it felt I guess weird to you because you were like close to it and you're like you gotta you gotta talk it's me like my, into this. Like my son. Yeah, you're like you 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 know. You you told me that you thought I was a little bit crazy for saying that. Yeah. And then he wins three times and he's number nine in the world, yeah. you know? And I, I don't know. I, I think that we've almost gone too far the other way of like when you when you look at golfers you think, God, oh, it's so hard to win, it's so hard to do it. I, don't, I think the learning curve is six years or ten years or whatever, and so it's almost surprising when somebody does it that young. Yeah, uh, it's it just I, I'm totally on board with what you said about it didn't make sense for Speed to have two majors and JT to have zero, and it didn't make sense for Speed to have three to zero. Like it's not yeah, it's not comparable. Like you, like you said, I mean, Speed's obviously had a, a better pro career than JT to date, but um, it it's it's starting to even out and I think there's I don't, there may be some people who would say going forward <clears throat> I mean it, is that a fair question to ask who wins more majors going forward between those two I mean I, I would I would say speed would be my answer but you both hesitated there for a second like you're at least thinking about it would you probably wouldn't say that before this week would you uh no no yeah. before this week you'd say like you know speed this speed could become closer to tiger than <laughs> like Thomas I I I don't know. You're right. That they are like it's a very it's a, it's a legitimate question. Uh, I think there will be like majors that kind of set up for one and majors that set up for another. You know, it was interesting to hear Speed say this week. You know, the PGA is going to be the hardest. I think I, I'm not sure it sets up well for me. Maybe Thomas becomes like a PGA guy. It seems like he he knows the Masters though too. I think he he he's going to figure that equation out too. I, I think it's it's a legitimate question. It's hard, you know. Is, J- is JT the American Rory? Uh, this could mean so many different things. Yeah. The American McRib? The American, yeah. I need to put the uh, restrictor plates on. <laughs> Start talking about Jeff George or something like that. Um, Rory won four majors by the time, but by the age of twenty. I, I don't. I don't mean. <clears throat> yeah, I, no. I just mean in in a super talent in the that, way that he plays. Big hitter yeah, wins PGAs. Totally. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. I think speed is just going to get not uh, I walked the course on Tuesday and was like this is not a speed course. This is this place is not did a place. Did you have a pin sheet or no? I did not have a pin sheet, so I was kind of just lost out there just wandering around, but uh, no, I walk in it's like a big theater, a place that clearly you have an advantage if you hit the ball long off the tee. Whereas you walk Burkdale and you say like you don't need to bomb it out here. You have yeah. a position off the tee course. Uh, you can spray it a little bit and be okay, but it's about your accuracy with your approach shots. And uh, so I think there is always going to be a group of courses, like maybe one or two majors a year, that Spieth is not teed up very well. Maybe it is the PGA every yeah. year, but um, and but like Augusta is a and as, as long as Augusta is, you don't need to bomb it at Augusta. You don't have a great. Advantage. You don't have to be straight. You don't have to be that straight. You don't have to be super far down the fairway yeah. necessarily to get close to those pins. So. Um, it, w- it wouldn't be surprising to 
that Thomas, you know, I mean, within what, six, seven years, maybe he's going for his own slam. You know, maybe he has a Masters and a US Open. I, I don't know if he'll, yeah. his game will translate well to the Open. Like, it, this is within the realm of possibility. And I know, like, we have always have this recency bias after after yeah. a guy just torches yeah. a course and yeah. plays the way he did. Like, you know, you could say the same about Matsuyama. Kepka. You could say the same about Kepka. Yeah. Like, it, that's the thing. Yeah, it's just it's so true. deep right now so that true. you've got, like, that, like, that speed magic that seems to work, you know, emerge out of that deep, you know, depth yeah. and be, you know, differentiated. I, I think I was talking Danny Willett too. <laughs> <laughs> A quick break to update you guys on what I mentioned earlier in the podcast that I am gaming the new Callaway Epic Sub Zero Three Wood. This thing is lethal. You guys have heard me talk about the driver. Um, I don't even actually need to play the driver that much anymore. This thing is rolling out 300 yards sometimes on me. Uh, super impressed with the Epic 3-Wood. And also, I'm gaming the new Apex Pro irons. Uh, I, I legitimately think these irons have reinvigorated my passion for the game. The way they carve through the turf is unlike any iron I've ever played. Uh, and honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting, them, hitting them so much better than any other iron I've ever played. So... Uh, they also just came out with the, the Apex Black Irons. They're back for a limited time and available for pre-order at CallawayGolf.com. Check that out now while you still can. Uh, I think I was talking more about like um, just style than oh, anything, yeah. like with with JT and Rory. Yeah, totally. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not a a dig at Rory at all. Like, yeah. it's, or 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 JT. Like anyone would take either of the. You know, I be called the American Rory or the Danish Rory or the Irish Rory. Anything is a, is a pretty big compliment. So uh, We just got a fourth for the pod. Oh, Come on no. in. We're live. <laughs> We're live. We're actually live. Oh. <laughs> Come on in. Sean Martin from the PGA Tour is joining us, resident uh, Japanese media expert, because uh, we do need to talk Hideki here eventually. But uh, first, we, you have to tell the story from number 10 today. So... <clears throat> Uh, JT is uh, off the green, chips it up to, I think it was eight feet. He's got a putt for birdie. He, he needs it to kind of kind of take hold of the tournament, get it, get it, really get in the mix. He puts it, hanging on the lip, obviously everybody saw, and I looked at, I looked at Sully and I said, that's going to drop. And like two seconds later, it drops, uh... JT turns around, looks right at us, right at you, and just gives the the MJ shrug. Which oh, I didn't know that he did. I yeah. mean, I saw the shrug. I didn't know it was right at you. Yeah, <laughs> he looked right at us, and then he found Sally, and he goes. <laughs> but he did that somewhere. Where else did he, did yeah. he do that? Where did he do that? He did it earlier in the year somewhere. Do you remember that? I he, don't. But it's almost as good as the DJ Bajowski screenshot I saw on the bus home. Of him. Uh, the the bro hug with Jordan grabbing the champions. We ran. We gotta tell that story too. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> no, he's he's the shrug is what he. You know what he did? He did that at the at the players on seventeenth green yes. in twenty fifteen. Wow. I don't know why I got this memory here. All of a sudden. But he did it at somewhere else this, this year. year. Yeah. That's his go to move. That's his. Yeah. He, he had like a putt fall in the side door at at the seventeenth at the players. Yeah. And did the same thing. Like walked off, and that was when he shot. I think like whatever that was, sixty three. That crazy round. Final 65. round. Final round. No, Saturday. Uh, maybe it was the final round. Whatever. But yeah, he, he's a, he's a, he's got the shrug move down. Yeah. It was like great. It. That was a great moment. Gonna need to add some moves to the arsenal. But uh, <laughs> that's forty shirts. To so that 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 fired him up. Like he's been like really straight laced the entire day. He was 
like acknowledging the crowd, laughing about it, and then just goes and nukes a drive on 11, crushes one on 12, and then pulled one on 13, and we're sitting there right just left of the green, chips it up, roll. I mean, the greens are just so brutally fast. Rolls, 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 drops it in the side of the cup, and he let loose the biggest celebration I've ever seen out of him. I mean, he's he usually... said he said it was the most berserk he's ever gone on, really? on a golf yeah. course. I mean, he was pointing at him like ten feet to go. Oh yeah, he started walking very <laughs> early. He had a so, subtle like underhanded like fist pump too. Didn't yeah. go big uppercut, but yeah. it was it was like it was, it was a it was, perfect. So this moment as well. So Sean is a big, big Hideki Matsuyama just fan. In, I don't know where you're allowed to say fan. He's inside the rope. Biographer. So you can't say pin. But there's a picture of like everyone. Uh, there's like the reaction. It's JT like with a big fist pump, and I'm in the corner with just my eyebrows raised. Like, did he seriously just hold that? <laughs> and there's three. There's two Japanese guys next to me that look devastated. And then there's Martin, who looks the most devastated of anybody. Is that a real? I haven't seen. That's that a real yet. thing. I haven't seen the photo yet. We'll show you here oh. in a second. But there is actually a photo of you just looking <laughs> devastated that JT just held this chip. And I love. I like JT a lot. Who, who do you root teeny. for? Who do you root for in the President's Cup? I've got to represent my country. Japan. <laughs> <laughs> you root for the story. I mean, and I like. I like Justin a lot. It's more just the natural contrarian in me. I think. Uh, if everyone's going right, I'm going left, and so I think uh, you know Hideki. I don't think he gets as much love as he deserves. Obviously, the language barrier is tough, but so I just want to fly that, I guess, flag. Hideki was going left all over the back nine, <laughs> <didn't they>? so <laughs> that, that works well. So, Mark was walking the right side of the hole. Then. <laughs> um, but this did feel. Um, you talking about like how there's not a lot of buzz to the event. Yeah. Like it really felt kind of like a Hideki Kisner battle for a while there. Like Thomas was just kind of. Playing like the supporting role. Of you mean on, on Sunday? Yeah, okay. up until like I don't know. What would you say? I say nine. Like seventh hole. I'd say nine. Hole? Yeah, it really felt like. All right, we're we're doing like this is gonna be like a Matsuyama Kisner dance maybe in the last two groups. You know, Reed wasn't on the map, and then Thomas just kind of felt like he wasn't in it yet. So I think when Justin made that put on nine, it felt like the thing came alive. Saturday was kind of dull. Yeah. Saturday guys are just making The clip bars. is on the TV right now. We're literally watching This is good podcasting right now. right now. But <laughs> this hurts. This is JT chipping in right now. It's Martin just being devastated. Oh, you're not in this shot. But <laughs> that gave me like fucked. a, woo, baby. <laughs> I had just come up because I came in at the turn. I had to get some hydration. It's hot out there. Did you go to the hydration station? <laughs> some electrolytes? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I came out. I was. They were walking up to the green when I got out there uh, and just, I guess, got there just in time. For, to, for your heart yeah. to be shattered. See the we, we need to talk about the the. Hideki did birdie the next two holes though. To make <clears throat> we can, I don't get ahead of things, but we needed you here to regulate the conversation, <laughs> make sure Hideki got the right dues. But uh, n- very hosel adjacent JT's three iron that he hit off the 14th Not tee. good. I'm not gonna call it a full shank, but it was hosel. It was adjacent. close. It was very <laughs> close. I didn't come up with that phrase. That was Randy or somebody this week. But um, yeah, and then he he. Uh, and then he chunked people. Uh, he he, for, he chunked people a five iron on fifteen. <laughs> I didn't want to say. As soon as I went to say it, he chunked a five iron on fifteen, uh, and he didn't birdie fourteen or fifteen. Like the, the only. Hold on, goals. I gotta I gotta step in here. The best part about the chunk on fifteen was <laughs> Solly trying to justify it, saying that was a pretty severe downhill line. <laughs> I mean. You know, I, I don't. I just. I don't know if he could have done any better than that. <laughs> Missed it in the right spot. You know, left him left himself a nice up and down there for birdie. It's, 
probably in a divot. I mean, but you couldn't see the lie. <laughs> I worked out though. I mean, it just landed right. You know, it did. It wasn't actually that. Bad. Yeah. Hideki, an amazing up and down on that, on that hole too. <laughs> Can we talk about the scene though? That's where it really started to get pretty wild. Oh like, yeah. The gallery. Oh People wow. People are running around. A security guard had a forearm shiver. A fan to keep him off JT's caddy. The crowds, crowds were legit this week. It I mean, was, they were deep. It and was kind of quiet up until today. I thought it. Was, I did it numbers, Gen numbers. Tears. It was big numbers, uh, and it was. Let's just say it's, there's not the kind of like masters uh, intensity about keeping the crowds under no, control. No, people were sprinting. Like you can I get away with a little bit here, and like I saw a couple of days where like people were just kind of meandering on the wrong side of the ropes. <laughs> You know, milling about with a beverage in hand. Yeah, there's like, a beer inside the ropes you know, for a couple which holes. Which is fine. Today. I don't need to, just because I have a credential on, I'm not yeah. some, you know, first-class citizen. Or <laughs> they, they, were, peasant, they were like taking it was our interesting. water, which was a little disconcerting. Yeah. They were stealing our water. <laughs> Big J journalists need their water. <laughs> uh, I, loved, I, I loved it, though. I, I liked to, having the people inside the ropes. I want to read the Sean Martin tweet from, I think it was on, that was on 15. 15. Things were lit. The normally genteel citizens of Charlotte are beside themselves. Gallery members clothed in pastel showing no regard for gallery ropes. <laughs> no regard for human life. It did get kind of weird. I mean, because people, anybody that was following the Kisner group bailed on it. Yeah. And went to I kinda, catch up with JT. I, I got to say this. I, I felt bad for Kisner. I like Kisner. Yeah. I think, yeah. He's, I think he's a good player. I think he's yeah. underrated. And it was just kind of like, oh, is he still on the course? Like, it just, it, it, I don't know. It, I mean, he got rocks. You're not a Stroud guy. No, that would have been an amazing story. Okay. I mean, Stroud was Stroud got so distracted watching other people be nervous <laughs> that he forgot to play <laughs> and post the score. He didn't well, play bad. He just got distracted watching the other people. Was be that nervous. what he said? Oh well, that's, I mean, uh, we heard it 400 times about how I'm not nervous. I'm just letting the trophy come to me. I'm here to watch other people be nervous. That's, a, that's such a. He forgot to play golf. That's like what he was Tiger too busy did. watching other that's people. Such a, yeah. <laughs> it was. It got a little obnoxious. Can we talk about Tiger's tweet? What, he the, was aggressive. Yeah. Kill house. He's got straight from the kill house. I think, he, I think he, I'm glad Tiger's back at the, has his fingers on the Twitter button. <laughs> Maybe not the best. Wait, was but. it signed TW? No. It, no, it they, they've done away with that kind of formality. Oh, it's just uh, all Tiger. I think it's. I think he's loose. Oh, he's yeah. taken after the press. He's, he's just he's just he's a loose kid. Nine tabloid he's, rumors about his significant others. He's sending out the felt, his new Raiders pool felt it. Yeah. You know. He said, congrats, JT. Way to rise above the carnage <laughs> and out-execute everyone on that back nine. He executed Hideki. Yeah. Carnage. With that shot of 17. Carnage was, seemed a little strong. I don't know. I mean, execute. No one, no one died. Out-execute. Yeah. Um, oh, I haven't told you guys this yet. I'll keep this one quick, but on our shuttle back to the back to here, we hit a bike. Apparently, somebody like fell off their bike and fell off to the side of the road, and we like hit the bike, and we had to stop for like twenty minutes to make sure everyone was okay. Everyone's okay. It's fine. You don't have good luck in in uh, travel in tra- general. No. Yeah. Not twenty seventeen. No, not good. It's bad. Um, um, what's next? What are we missing? Uh, we talked about. The shot of we should go through 18, just like what he did mm-hmm. on 18. Like, if I mean, kind of where he was at that point, and so he went for driver and he gave a pretty long explanation as to why. So, he was up by two at the time, went for driver and said, If I'm trying to hit a draw, my miss with the three wood is left, 
and left would be the water. Yeah. It's like, so I teed the ball down low and kind of went to like my go-to shot, which is like under pressure, like a 90% more of flighted driver. And he's like, it just kind of squirted three yards right on me. Just One yard. Three yards right. <laughs> when it's going 290. Like, yeah. it, that's what, because the question was kind of asked, that's like, saucy. were you really, yeah. Were you, what were you thinking hitting driver there? What was the thought process yeah. hitting driver? And it was kind of like, I mean, it probably was, it was the club that he thought it was the best chance to make a par. He probably thought you still need par there. Like, you don't know what, you can't assume you yeah. need bogey, you're good. But I think that. once you. wasn't the most questionable decision we saw on 18. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> but continue. Yeah. He did he got, say, uh, shout out Tiger, that when he tees it low, the miss is on the heel and to the Healy spin fade, which I think Tiger. He says that. Tell oh me. yeah, the miss with the, the low driver is a high spinny fade off the heel, so that's why it brings water out I love of play. That. That's yeah. so good. That's such a great quote. Healy spin fade. Um, yeah, j- I, I thought once he was in the trap though, and he sort of had to lay it. Like I, I thought that he played it really well. I don't. I was wondering if he knew like what what Kisner was doing. Yeah. So we were walking up 18 fairway. He stopped with, I don't know if he talked to Dottie Pepper. I don't know. He looked at the broadcast screen in the middle of the fairway. So Dottie Pepper has like a little little screen that, she, uh, that she's looking at. Not the app on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about the PGA Championship app. Uh, um, uh, and he like looks at it and I assume got some kind of update about it. Because after he bogeyed the hole, he, I mean, he, first of all, let's talk about he marked a six inch putt. Cause like he knew it was for the win, so yeah. he it, like it, it did go from like you know five people being tied to like one shot within it was four wild. people, then kind of like all right, Thomas may burn on seventeen, it's his. It was it was it was four tied, then five tied, yep. and then he chipped in on or he was leading by one and chipped in on thirteen, and that's when it, it was with the two birdie holes in front, it looked like it was going to be over then, but he didn't birdie, birdie either of those. And I couldn't same. get the the Vince gift pulled up; it wouldn't load. The, the service was not good. Yeah, it was not good. You just sent a parenthetical or something, yeah. right? Yeah. I wanted to get Martin's take on uh, Thomas's like amateur and, and junior trajectory. I think we, we talked about it earlier. We did talk about it before you walked. You, have, you have better insight because you covered him. Yeah, we'll get out of the way. Clear the way. I got this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is. I mean, we all talk about you know he's Jordan Spieth's good friend, which is kind of unfortunate because it really. I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of a. I don't want to say historic, but I mean, the guy's got five wins in a major now at twenty four. But actually, the best story of the day might have been his dad. They kind of asked, when was the first time you kind of knew that he you know, maybe could close or he was special? And he said he was 10. He was down three strokes with three to go in a junior tournament. And he told the other kid in his group, all right, watch this. This is what I'm going to do to win. Like, laid out every shot in the next three holes, did it, and then beat the kid. It's like texting Sally, I'm going to win a major this year. You're born, you're born with we'll the sauce. We'll get to that. You're born with the sauce. You're born with the sauce. You don't learn the sauce. I don't know if this is saucy or not, but he wore pants in junior tournaments because he knew like pros wear pants. So. That is the, the definition <laughs> of sauce. Like, like rooting for a 65 degree day so you can wear pants is sauce. That's where it comes from. It's too bad DJ's not here because uh, there's the famous story that Justin won a junior tournament, uh, a big one, when he was like 15, and DJ was an intern at Golf Week. I was working there, 
And I was like, yeah, man, you're going to have to call this kid to do the story on it because I don't want to do it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so winning that tournament gets him into the window when he's 16, and he makes the cut. He shoots 65 in the first round when he's 16 years old. See, the first I don't remember that. 65 yeah. in the first round? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're nodding your head cockily like you knew this. No, I, I, saw, I, I looked it up tonight. I saw it tonight. Okay. I remember. Yeah. I've heard it in the past, but it's, it's weird how, like, we were... We don't. That's not as like high profile as Spieth's like Nelson, famous yeah. Nelson as a his teenager best finish. Jesuit. No, granted, yeah. the Wyndham is yeah. par. Wyndham's par seventy. And they go really low there. It's so the first round. He was probably sixty two, but still sixty five in a tournament. Sixteen. You don't have to. You don't. Have it's to. still. It's really good. Yeah. And then actually, the one year him and Spieth played college golf together, Thomas was player of the year over Spieth. Um, Spieth turned pro first. Thomas turned pro a year later. But I mean, Thomas like. But do you, do you feel like their their trajectories have been the same since they were juniors? It's hard to say. I mean, speed. I mean, winning two juniors, like only Tiger won multiple juniors. Thomas was runner-up though, like one year. Like, uh, they've been very close. Like they're running neck and neck. Speed obviously separated himself probably a little bit with, you know, 2015 some of the earlier pro stuff. But a I mean, little bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look, there was a list. Golf Channel did it. 24 years or younger to win four times a season in a major. It's Rory, Justin, Speed, Jack. Tiger, like that's and that's it. Yeah, sounds like uh, big spreadsheet. Justin Ray is behind that. Yeah, that was definitely there was some pivot tables. Ht Justin Ray, <laughs> big Excel. But I mean, if it wasn't for Jordan, I mean, we'd be, I, Justin would be it. Like that would be, I mean, that's the standard for under twenty five. But Jordan's just, I mean, it's historic what he's doing. So you didn't have that with Tiger. Like when Tiger was doing all his nut stuff. I don't want to get into Tiger stuff, but like comparisons, but like nut stuff. No, yeah. <laughs> but Tiger didn't have like another guy his. <laughs> no, what I meant. Uh, his age, there was also like winning major, right? You know. <laughs> Ty Tryon was the Tryon Boulevard in Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, we were walking down Charlotte. We were walking downtown Charlotte today or this week. I'm sorry. Yeah. And Smartin just always, you know, on brand with obscure. Golfer facts. Amateur. Amateur. Junior. Any kind of any kind of off the beam He's like, oh, this is Tryon Street. This is actually from comes from Ty Tryon's family. Like he knew it. Off goes the back end. to North Carolina. It's whatever. <laughs> Divergence. We didn't need to go down. But my favorite fact is that Ty Tryon and Jordan Spieth have the same agent. But Ty Tryon has an agent. Well, had. <laughs> no. had. Had. had when he came out. It was. Uh, same agent that Speed does now. Wait a second. What, what, I got a question. What did you guys think of like the post, like the celebration, basically? Because it, it was weird in that you could like Kisner's still on the course. He could birdie seventeen and eighteen. You don't really know what's going to happen. Just what did you think of how everything played out? What did you think of Speed and Ricky and Bud Colley coming out there? Just what was your take on that? I mean, it's it's kind of a thing we've become grown accustomed to now. These guys hanging around, coming out. Do you like it? Do I like it? I think so. I mean, I think they're I think not gonna. Cool. I don't like or dislike. I think it's cool. When Ricky won a Honda, Justin had missed the cut, but obviously lives down there, and he was practicing it somewhere else, and he came <clears throat> back to the course to see Ricky win. So, I mean, are, you, like are you gonna go like thing. are you gonna go old school on and say it's too friendly that they should just be out of there and they should all be everybody's? Friends? No, I think that no, I'm not. I think that it gets played up too much yeah. that it's like oh this is so cool and it's like TV I just hate the phrase good friend Why? I mean what's just friend they're friends it's just empty yeah. calories it's candy for TV and they just put it to cameras <laughs> I mean yeah. I, that's it's like but it's, it is it's it an is, easy shot it's cool it is cool yeah, I agree it gets, totally. it's overplayed but it's like the guys that are kind of controlling the game right now in a sense are 
are buddies and looking out for each other and they have fun with it. Like Spieth was super excited. He was yeah. more excited than JT. He really was. It was it was crazy. And like that was legitimate. There was no faking any yeah. of that. I don't, and, and so much of that is because he knows that JT doesn't get the credit he deserves because of what he's done. Right. I don't I don't think you could say it's anything but cool, that's a good point. Right. And I, I thought Thomas said like Thomas made like more macro point about it. Like it's like representative of like where the game is right now and how it's really cool and how we're all like we've come up a lot together and we're you know doing a lot of big things together and we're happy for each other yeah. i don't know it's it's not some like grand thing about we need to say about the game but it's, yeah it's a cool I, I don't thing. I, I don't i don't think that like i don't think it's yeah. bad i just yeah. i just get i just it just is what it is, and it gets like blown into this like, yeah. oh, this, right. this, this is the greatest. Yeah. Well, it's just now easy storylines. Like you don't want to dig into like deeper stuff. There's always easy storylines. Like there's different layers of fans too. So like someone just tuning in for a major, like those are the storylines. This is your ladder theory. Yeah, the fan ladder. We don't have time for that. That's a whole different podcast probably. <laughs> we'll lose I'm already assuming he's getting invited back. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't even sat down yet. First time, long time. Um, <laughs> but the celebration, like it had to be subdued a yeah. bit because. Yeah. Kisner's still coming up, and it wasn't like signed, sealed, delivered. Right. And I don't know if he knew that Kisner didn't birdie 17 or not. Like it, it, yeah. He said that he knew when he was on the third shot. He knew that he was up three. He just had to get it on the green. Okay. So he knew it was over. They played the Vince Jiff on the scoreboard. Well, the, the real celebration came in the, in the scoring area oh. afterwards. You have to tell it. Uh... So we're standing out there outside the scoring tent. Everybody's just kind of milling about. Ricky, Speed. They were all talking to his dad. There's a big media scrum around his dad and the caddy. And Jim, Jimmy. Jimmy. Your boy Jimmy. Jimmy J. <laughs> and uh, JT comes out of. I don't. I don't. I guess he was in scoring the whole time. He comes out and he just makes a beeline for Solly, and he, he walks up to him and said, "I effing told you I was gonna win a major this year." <laughs> and, <laughs> I didn't even remember him saying that. Like, I totally legitimately forgot about it. And, like that was the like the first when he sees it, the first thing he says, I I told you I was gonna win a major this year. Like kinda mad about it. Yeah. And, like not it's not like I didn't agree with him, but <laughs> I like he was like ang- almost angry about it. But it the, was best, the best such a cocky moment. The best part was that Speeth was like Speeth walked up and slapped him on the butt. And then he Speeth heard did, I don't know if you saw this, but Speeth heard what he said to you. And Speed goes, Justin, what did you say? Like, like you shouldn't be cursing like that. Because the mics did, so it was this was all on camera. I didn't was, even know it at the time. It was great. But uh, it was the CBS, the, the irony of me being on a CBS broadcast, <laughs> perhaps more than some of the some of the players this week. Um, oh, were, oh. Um, <laughs> was the butt grab on tape delayed or was that live? What's that? Was the butt grab on tape delayed or was that live? That was, <laughs> this was a moment ago. <laughs> This was a moment ago, I think. Uh, uh, but the audio does pick up him saying, like, the end of it, like, major this year. Uh, but yeah, it was it was, Man, that that, was pretty that funny. Dump button ready. That, I think they might have they might have muted the 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 f bomb that came in it, but that was that it was, was great. Pretty was awesome. Cool. Pretty awesome. On his way to go get his Wanamaker trophy. Yeah. I mean, and then you tweeted a screenshot of the text. Yeah, you I went found back. It was April twentieth. He's like. I, it was after the Masters. There's only so. three left. You yeah, he's like, I am going to win a major. Better. I'm going to win a major this year. I'm not sure how many or which one. <laughs> With three left? Yeah. <laughs> to say I'm going to win any of the next three tournaments, no matter what they yeah. are. And is... he almost won two. He yeah. almost won the U.S. I mean, not close on Sunday, but um, yeah, that was that was pretty hilarious. Good way to cap it. But uh, Quail Hollow. Impressions overall of Quail Hollow. 
TPC Quail was a, it was a good hug. Oh, I thought whoa. it was. I, I need to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just just trying to stir things up. I, I don't really think that. Uh, it was it was fine. It was cool. I mean, I think it seems like a cool club. Course seems. I like. You know, we did end up with some variants on on the leaderboard. It wasn't just this like total bombers fest. We had you know Kisner in there. Frankie. Uh, who's that? Uh, Molinari. Very, yeah, Mol- very I was, what I was gonna say. The the Molinari brother was in there. Like it, we did. <laughs> no, I mean we. I, I remember looking at the board and and taking note of that. Like, hey, we do have some uh, you know variety here. I I enjoyed it. I mean, it got like we said Saturday was just kind of was so yeah. dull. I the big the, the the back nine is cool. There's a lot of kind of like risk reward. There's some short par fours. I like the back nine. It's yeah, cool. I, back I don't know. It's great. just. It's it, it I, and you know what else is cool? I'm, I'm talking a lot of like non-architecture areas, but that scene at 18 was awesome. Yeah, yeah. like that, that was like a legit amphitheater, it was like reminiscent of like like the Travelers, but twice the size that you get there. That's that, cool. That it sounds like we didn't have at Aaron Hills with like grandstands like pretty far back from the yeah. green. Um, so I, I thought it was it was cool for for a major. It was hot, but uh, you know it, it it worked fine. I wouldn't say it was. I was totally in love with the place. I think it was penal enough. You had to ball strike it well. And that's why Kisner led after three rounds. But I think the one take that I really liked, the greens were, for how slope they are, were too fast. So yeah. guys are just trying to two-putt. I mean, even Hideki, after he shot 64, he's kind of like, what? The putt, sorry, back to Hideki. Wait, what? We're, we're using Hideki as like a barometer for great putting? No, 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 but he said, the, it helps me, the greens are so fast that I'm not trying to make some of these putts, and then they just happen to go in. Yeah. So his secret of making it is not making it. But basically, you just had guys two-putting all day. That's why Saturday, I think, was kind of yeah. slow. Yeah. Is you're just trying to two-putt, you're trying to make pars, and then take advantage of the, the short holes. Why, why did they do that? Did, they, did, did anybody ever... Adam Scott had a good point today. He's like, as severe as the greens are, there's just not that many accessible hole locations that you could find on those greens. So I think yeah. that... Either slow them up a little bit, soften them up maybe a, a little bit, but they were. I remember seeing Ricky hit a shot yesterday on four, which four is <clears throat> supposedly it's the worst hole out there, and supposedly just going to get imploded. Going to be gone. But it hit. He hit like a seven iron, eight iron. It's not a not a big hit yesterday. It lands on the green, and it looks not like it hit pavement, but it bounces above knee high, and like just a normal like a high lofted shot. Like it's just not happening. I know firm is what people want, and. You know, if it's too soft, it's just guys throw darts in there or whatnot. But it was like a bounce that should just not ever happen. And that's, there's way too much of that this week. I thought it was a good, it was fine for PGA. Probably have another PGA down the road. I think it might be a cool, like, match play course. Like, you know, they're going to do a President's Cup here. Got to cut the rough. They want to try and do a rider. Yeah, you probably reroute it. Like, you want some more of those back nine holes guaranteed to be in the matches well the i think it's cool play. for that no, i don't want it for match. it was it was fine i just don't want it for match play. it was crazy i, th- I thought it was unique. i think we're gonna look i'm not from it. the south but i thought i <laughs> it was unique you know i don't see a ton of bermuda but like it was it was like some of the it was extremely unique i'm writing a lot about this for tomorrow uh it's just how like it's only like two inches it's very short but i mean it just wrecks your entire oh, attempt to eat it up any kind of precision or I was, I was, it really struck me this week. Yeah. And you can't have that. You don't want that for a match play event. What did you think of Quail, Chris? Uh, so on TV, it always looked, and I, I knew they changed the greens. I didn't realize they changed, they added Bermuda grass everywhere. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that until last night, I think. I yeah. mean, 
Because in TV, it looks like amazing, stunning, and like, the ryegrass just looks better on TV than Bermuda does. And that's when I get there, and it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, you can tell nobody has played this golf course in a long time. So it's in perfect condition, but it just doesn't look that that beautiful. That Bermuda rough just doesn't look that good. Um, and so I, it wasn't like the, the lush scenery that I was expecting it to be. Uh, I thought the like the front nine is okay. The, the changes were not well received, and I kind of maybe were kind of um, brainwashed a bit just hearing guys kind of rip on the changes for the first few holes. Like they made they did some good things. Like the fifth hole now is like a pretty pretty nice dog like right par four, but like the, it's just weird the place where the dog leg is. Like you can't even cut the dog leg off. It's just kind of the hole just turns to the right, and it's uh, there's just I don't know it, the, the front's kind of imperfect, um, but the back nine. There's like not a bad hole out there. I mean, it's it's honestly so fun to watch those guys play that back nine. Eleventh yeah. hole is grand, dog leg left, and twelfth goes way downhill through these like these two little trees that define it. Thirteenth is a cool par three with like a big amphitheater for the fans. Fourteenth oh, tribal par four. Thirteen was awesome. Yeah, I thought thirteen was cool. Fifteen is great, par five, and then the Green Mile, which is thank you for pointing out that it's called that. I heard of that. Um, it's okay. It's it's a bit overrated, I think. Uh, Sixteen is overrated, I think. Sixteen's not a great hole, but seventeen is. Yeah, I think the holes aren't perfect, but I like that the last five holes, you're not thinking about making. You could possibly not make par in the final five holes. You get birdie, fourteen, fifteen, and the last three holes, bogeys are very much yeah. in play. I think sixteen. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird that the ball's above your feet with the water on the left, and you're kind of, you know, Rory takes it over that bunker all the time, but really that runs out so quickly that I feel like if you're taking it over that bunker, you're running, getting into a really small spot. And but, carries it. Yeah. Just, do we have uh, any McRib takes? <clears throat> well, he's playing hurt. Does yeah. change our takes? I think it's hard to, like, yeah, you have to reassess it. You know, playing hurt, you can't kind of give him the full grade. You can't, like, grade him fairly or accurately if, if he's numb in his left arm or whatever he's saying. Yeah. That sounds intense. You know, when he's not, not chatting that. up Solly and everything, you know. Give yeah. Tron. Yeah, we we need to tell the Tron. You need to tell yeah, the Tron. Yeah, I will story. tell the Tron story. So <clears throat> this was Saturday afternoon. Tron and I are just kind of roaming around the grounds, and we meet up with McRib on the twelfth. And <laughs> I like that you're calling it. <laughs> now now it's in green. Well, I had I had asked him. I was like, all right, so McRib nickname. Are we cool with this? He's like, yeah, yeah actually, are we like are it. we cool? With I was like, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, and then so we're on the thir- we get to the thirteenth hole, it's par three, and we're kind of laying back and minding our own business. And uh, Rory crosses the bridge, and then like waits at the end of the bridge for Tron and I to cross the that bridge. That was on thirteen. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he just goes, so you like, are you Tron? And he's like, yeah. And he, like, then he puts his arm around him and kind of like hugs him with it, and, like shakes him a little bit <laughs> like, in a friendly way. He's like, so you're the one that christened me the McRib, huh? <laughs> and like Tron's like, yeah. Uh, and uh, he's like, I actually quite like it. And, and Tron's like, Well, you better because it's not going anywhere. Uh, Tron, but in, so it, emboldened well, by Rory's Corrigan. For his... But the the source of it was Robert Lucetich made called him the McRib once, and we so Tron started making fun of Lucetich, calling him McRib, and that's that's the source of it. So Tron did not come up with it, but it is definitely popular for the nickname catching on. Are definitely responsible for it catching on. But. I think there's been a little too much, and I, I I try to like give Rory a fair shake. I, you know, the, none of us. You think Rory. I'm a fanboy? <laughs> I am probably. He's the know. Pied Piper. But you know player. what? There's been 
there's like I, I need to come with some backlash to the backlash. Yeah. The, like hating the haters. Yeah. Okay. Fuck that. He won the <laughs> FedEx Cup less than a year ago, right? He's been hurt His all year. Podcast got lit. I'm done. I'm done with this. You know, like, so what? He didn't win a major this year because he can't. He's been hurt. He won the FedEx Cup a year ago, less than a year ago. People forget. Won ten million bucks. I mean, it's not like he's you know fallen to like. 60th in the world, and you right. know, he hasn't won this year. He's been hurt. He's had limited opportunities. He got married. And, what's that? He got married. He got married. He changed equipment like I, five times. I have I have a theory about how playing with your wedding ring on. Oh my god! Uh, I was waiting for oh. this actually. Right. I noticed that he played with it, and I actually don't think this. Whatever, I do it. I do. It. I haven't heard your theory yet, it's but I, I important take. I, it's I don't why know why I'm not married. <laughs> I don't know how you play with your wedding right now. I this is like important stuff. I never even feel it. I, I would, I would lose it. There's like a little spot in your bag. You I just put it in there. I wearing it. I don't know. You let On JP course, or I, would, I, would. I guess now JP's no longer with us. But uh, <laughs> Harry, you know, have Harry keep the ring. No Somebody, longer, he's I no mean, longer on. Yeah, with, I with he's what happened to JP? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, yeah, I, I think I think it's throwing off the weights maybe on his putter. You know, he's got a little too much to extra it's ounces. Yeah, I can't tell if it's a real thing or if this is just a, a joke. I think it's a joke. Poor talk to myself deciding into being right now whether or not it's real yeah. or a joke. He's, it's a joke. It's workshop. I saw the look in his eye. I'm done with the backlash. The backlash. Though. I'm I'm with you. The the backlash is. It's like he finished top five in the Open and Bridgestone coming in. Right. People are like ah. He sucks. He's got to like, win five times a year. He just finished top five two two tournaments in a row. I think yeah. guys who make it look so easy, we always are harder on them. Yeah. Because they make it look so easy when it's on. Everything shifted when he won four majors by 25 into thinking sure. that the, this is the path that he should maintain at all times. It happened last year with Spieth at age 23 when he didn't win a major. That, you know, it was what uh, comparing 2015 to 2016. So it's not. Golf is hard. Like we don't need to. I mean, maybe you know we get a it's little a too carried away on, get carried away on Twitter about that one. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It's like I'm people need to chill out. You know? This isn't 2013, Rory. This isn't like he's not missing a ton of. Cut. I know he missed a couple in in Europe this year, but uh, I don't know. It's not good when he says you may not see me until next year. That's sure. really not good, except for maybe content because he's gonna have a lot of free time. But yeah, um, oh, other than that, hinting, <laughs> teaser. That's other a, than that, a professional move. You're full time. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he finished. I, I looked it up. I think he finished first in driving this week and seventieth in putting. Ooh. And it's just, I mean, you you watch him on that course, which I know all of us did, and he's carrying all these bunkers and like he's. I mean, he's hitting. You you took it was like a Walmart super center between him and Omar Uresti on Saturday, and and then he he just doesn't score and it's got to be like, I think it's frustrating to watch. It's got to be frustrating to him that he's like I'm like ninety yards out and I'm making par or like missing a green and making a, a bad bogey, and it's just it it has to be. I'm interested to see if he just goes into the off season and just works on wedges for like three months, you know, and just and just tries to tries to tighten that up because he he, he just he just has to score better. He's hitting it fine. He just mm-hmm. needs to score better. To me, he hits the ball really high, like almost unnecessarily high. And again, I'm not a coach. I don't I don't necessarily say I'm I'm not I don't think like you need to lower your ball flight to be more successful. It just seems like there's a lot of room for error when you get the ball going as high as he hits it and with as much arc as he puts on it. It's not a ton of arc, but it's but like... How do you how do you, 
how do you change that? I don't is think that, isn't you do. that natural? Like I don't I don't I don't I would imagine so, but it just seems like we're you're gonna if you're if your start lines are not right when you're trying to move the ball from right to left, and almost every shot I watch yeah. it, I feel like he moves yeah. it right to left. And it just never felt like the ball was starting in the right spot. I watched him at the Memorial last year, and the ball looked like it was on a string. It was not, I feel like it was going lower than it currently is, but he was in total control of it. At, like, Still going right to left? It was going right to left a but lot, it, but you just felt like when he was lining up over a ball, it's like, I know where he's going to start this, and I know where it's going to finish. And I just, the little bit that I got to see him this week, I didn't have that feeling yeah. again. And it's not, he's not, I wonder totally if that's the injury. I, I very well could be. I mean, it, if I, 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 he's been pretty mum about it, to be honest. I mean, he's, every time I ask about it, he's kind of like, eh, you know, it's okay. I didn't yeah. realize it was as bad as, as well, I thought as, it was interesting. He said he hadn't had a, his trainer look at it in a while. Yeah. Like he had just been kind of managing it and like trying to get through the PGA and then have him look at it next week. So I mean, he, should, he should just, I don't know. Also, start... you want to have your like trusted medical people, but I don't think flying. You would know better than I would. I don't think flying to Northern Ireland was planned between now and and the first playoff event. But I mean, well, flying to Northern he's... Ireland to get it checked out is pretty serious. Do you say he's doing that? I mean, he's what I going, saw. He's yeah. right now. Yeah, it's heading to Ulster. Huh? Uh, he's heading to Northern Ireland. Yeah, he's in the air. Huh? On the air, McRib. Yeah. I'm not sure I can believe that because Solly's here with us. <laughs> I assume he'd be on the plane. <laughs> Those solid states I know permanently. Oh, that's right. I'm back, baby. Just come home. I'm back. So uh, Rory gave him the keys, so he. Uh, <laughs> Florida. Um, what else? What is, any any other major storylines from this year? Do we have? Uh, do we have? Are we ready to start picking masters for next year? I know we got to wait eight I, months I just, now. Can we talk about how good the last? Well, 2017 major winners and oh. like the last four years. Yeah. Who's uh, the, who's the worst? Uh, well, I mean, Danny is this Willett? a question? Yeah, it's. I guess. I know we hate doing it, but is it is it Willett? Is it Jimmy Walker? I mean, uh, Walker uh, was developing a pedigree. I feel bad. The guy's got Lyme disease. I think we've got to yeah. take that a little bit of consideration. And Willett's got a back. And that's the hard part. Is well, it, and that's what I'm saying. Like Willett's still really young. Like Walker's older, like I but have. Walker had like a, well, like a six bit. times in like a couple yeah. of years stretch. He's won like more over the last three years than JT has, I think. And J, I mean, I know that Walker's older and whatnot. So, yeah. But it's just, um, I, it's it's gotta be. I don't know. We shouldn't probably it feels make dirty. It, we should. Yeah, it feels dirty. It's such a good day with um, the amazing. Yeah, run that I don't we've know. Had. I don't know why I brought that up. I just think I, I, we we talked about this earlier about how we were we were all at the Ryder Cup. And how amazing that week was, and just that that yeah. that can't, ama- can't be tough. What we got to see and the energy and stuff, I did not feel that Saturday, but today I felt that same that same thing of like oh, I can't believe what we're watching right now. It's like yeah. one thing after another, and it's kind of a I don't know if you'd go, if we owe that to the PGA of America, but it was kind of like coincidence or it was I would, like wow, I would, crushed it. I was thinking about it out on the course, and obviously I wasn't at the Open. I was in there first, beast eagle putt, obviously. Um, but I was thinking like that that chip in on 13 was kind of, I think maybe the, it's hard to say the biggest like hole out biggest moment like unexpected make since the the Reed Rory thing on the eighth hole at the Ryder Cup for me in person. Yeah. yeah. Like I did, like it just had that kind of feel to it. Obviously, it wasn't as, um, I don't know the stage. It wasn't as like insane with the back to back. But it you didn't. It, it was just a hole out. It wasn't like this 
ten foot putt. Right. It was it wasn't like nine where he made a big putt. It was it was a hole out from off the green. It kind of I was trying to think. I think that's like the biggest and loudest shot I've heard in person since that Reed Rory. A lot of those moments were lacking this week for the yeah. most part. There wasn't like another huge. With no aces this week, right? Juice. Uh, Juice. Oh, Uncle Juiced. <laughs> <laughs> One hopped it in. Um, it just it felt like a coronation. Like there's people everywhere. Like they're so hyped for JT. They want him to win. They're running like to catch up. That was he's, it was crazy. He's yeah. pulling I, off shots. Like he's, I mean, so, he's 17. Yeah. When he, he's staring it down, he club twirls like it was alpha. And there's people just <laughs> everywhere. He's winning his first major at like 24. I don't know. Like it was just the way you want a guy to win a major. Like. Walking up to packed eighteen, walking up, winning yeah. it, earning it, yeah. not someone else blowing it. Yep, uh, it's an amazing close to an amazing major season again. I mean, he owns he he kind of owns the crowd in a way like that was kind of speaking. And maybe it's because you know, he's from Kentucky, went to Alabama. We were in Charlotte. I mean, that's like just making a facile narrative. There was a lot of there. roll tide, but Tommy Fleetwood's from Southport, <laughs> right? I mean, that's just like an easy <laughs> narrative to say, but like you couldn't walk. You know, more than two seconds without just people screaming JT, JT, yeah. roll yeah. time. No, they like, were chanting JT as he came he, up eighteen, which was that was cool. Yeah, whether he has a major yet or not, or has this long history, he's like a pretty big superstar. Maybe some of that's like he's a personable, enjoyable social media person. You know, I think it's so interesting. Like, and we could do a whole other podcast on this, but like, what makes somebody? A, a superstar and and what like why is he a superstar and not Kevin Kisner? Kevin Kisner's won two or three times on tour, you know. Yeah. Like it, it People I, love you. That sounds like a debate for Skip and Shannon or something. <laughs> How do you define superstar? I think I mean part of it, people I'm love you because now it's like, well shoot, you got a major twenty four, he could win yep. X, but then of course we can get crazy and we say, like, why you know, why does he want a major yeah. a year from now? So, so you, you think it's careful. only youth? I think youth is a big part of it. Because if a 38-year-old guy wins his first major, it's a good story on the other end because he's finally got that first major, yeah, but, but that might be it. But, like, JT and, JT's got a better track record already than Kisner. Okay, so... And what Cooper, a, yeah. Kisner gets overlooked a lot. What about, what about like... Us uh, included. Fowl, what about Fowler? Fowler's not, like, super young. No, I mean, he's, he's young age. He doesn't have a ton of wins, but he's, like, a perennial but why, top 10 he's performer. A big, he was, like, a big prospect. He was a good college player. Like, he... I don't know. He's got a lot of wins. But, but I guess what I'm saying is, like, why... I'll just ask that question. Like, why is... Like, Fowler's a really good player, obviously. Like, I think he's sort of underrated and overrated. At the same he's wearing time. an Oklahoma State golf hat right now, by the way. He's a thirsty boy. Hey, I gotta tell that story. Yeah. I'm, I'm following... Uh, I get out there on Thursday. I, I flew on Thursday morning... Uh, shout out to the Alan Shipnuck plan. Uh, yeah, for full, Major League. full Shipnuck. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling in with the balls already in the air. Practice rounds are for, you know. The golf balls in the air is what he meant for the record. <laughs> <laughs> Martin's face just <laughs> went ghost white. <laughs> so I get out there and uh, I realize I had an Oklahoma State hat on inside the robes falling foul. And orange sunglasses. Not good. Thirst. Yeah. The thirst is real. It was so bad. That orange well, you shirt. Bigger fanboy than me. I did wear an orange. That's a little. It, did, it was just a. It was an Under Armour shirt. It was speed. It was for speed. You had, you had Puma head to toe. <laughs> Okie State hat. White belt. Yeah, it was not good. But um, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just curious about like why yeah, some guys are superstars and some aren't. I mean, Fowler is not. He's good, but he's not like. 
you know, he, he's not on the same like path as like a Spieth or a JT or whoever. My my favorite Randy take ever about Fowler. Randy's a Randy's a, a a Ricky truther, if you will. Said Ricky's got work to do to have Barton Keimer's career. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good take. There are a lot, I, I'm a there are a lot of people more popular and with higher profile than Martin Keimer who have a lot of work to do to get Martin Keimer's career. Yeah, the forgotten That's, man. In the two the Martin, Martin Keimer is an enigma. I kind of like him. It's kind of like Louie. I love Can him. we talk about Louie having not only a major, but now runner-up in all four majors the and this year's players? The sham. And the this sham. year's players? And this year's players. And you know, what, you know what's the best? Like, he just doesn't even care. I don't think. Was he his tweet? That, yeah, it's amazing. He made a, like a million bucks today. Like, you can't be that upset. Gotta go buy some new tractors. He's what? I gotta do the math. Seven wins from five majors? <laughs> or seven swings from swings. five majors? Jeez. Um... All right, on that, anything else that we missed, Major? I don't think so. Hey, Hideki topped the sure team in all four majors. Who won the, I wonder who won the On cum, brand. I think Hideki won the cumulative majors. Yeah, season. Brooks snuck in there. Brooks finished like T13. Ooh. Yeah. That's like, that's like 10 straight top 25s in majors or something. That's absurd. Brooks is... His major record is insane. Yeah. Uh, by the way, speaking of, of Ricky, uh, seventh top five at a major this week. Seven top fives. I think they're all T fives. Him strutting off the green here after slapping his girlfriend in the butt too. That was like, it's funny because Justin. We're talking about Justin Thomas. Yeah, we're watching. Yeah. Yeah. This is now on the television screen. Good podcasting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's what, I think part of what makes him a superstar is kind of he's got a little bit of that kind of confidence, but he's not off putting with it. Like that was a little alpha there, and he showed some other strutting, but he's not like off putting. You love the alphas. Oh yeah. I guess there's only be one alpha, but. I don't know. He's got it. He's got a little bit of that swagger. Masters? Masters? Uh, we got eight months away. I mean, you don't want to do Wyndham picks or anything? <laughs> um, I'm excited know. for the President's Cup, actually. I am, too. I mean, that, that team's going to be really interesting. The U.S. is going to destroy them. So. The international has work to do. Sorry, yeah. Hide- sorry Hideki. <laughs> Masters? I, I mean, it's hard Speed. to think about. Yeah. Every year for the next 20 minutes. There is... I win four of them. There is a web.com tour pro that I have my eye on. <laughs> that might be by come next April. Name's Omar Uresta. <laughs> Full-time web tour professional. I don't know if he could hate on the heat of Georgia in April. <laughs> that guy, he was, he was perspiring <laughs> out there. I swear he was he was trying to drive it in the shaded areas just to get a little break from the sun. <laughs> could you imagine that? It's like, well, there's more shade over there. <laughs> I'm going to draw this one into the shadows. Uh, it was it was hard watching like that pre-shot routine. I first for the record only watching him because he was playing with Rory. That pre-shot routine and that like little hitch he does before he hits it was just it was it was it was it, it was painful to the soul. Like years of my life were lost. Is on the watching him try to swing trophy presentation. 18th grain. Yeah, he heard he got booed. Oh, he did. That's why I saw a tweet that he got booed. That Tron. <laughs> People were angry. Trump's out of town. I tweeted about him a couple of times. People like responded with vulgarity. Yeah, they were people not, are not fans happy. Of, like the, yeah. the integrity of the club pro game <laughs> runs deep. Uh, all right, let's wrap it on that. I think uh, after I did the first podcast with JT, I said I joked with him that he was not allowed back until he won an event. He won in Malaysia, and then after he did that, I said, "All right, you're not allowed back until you win a major." So 
We can now finally record part three. Now JT, slam. whenever you're ready. Yeah. Now, after that, he's not allowed back on for part four until he wins the slam. But uh, Martin, thanks for your first ever appearance. Uh, long time listener. A bit tardy, but uh, Porath, thanks for the hospitality in the hotel room. Porter, thanks for appearance number 35 on the podcast. <laughs> Day one. Day thanks one. for having Started us. Started at the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Good night. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect anything.